Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 166 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Support for today's episode comes from We Vibe Womanizer. It's unlike any traditional vibrator you've ever tried. The Womanizer uses pulses of air and pressure waves, similar to the sensation of oral sex all on the clitoris. Uh, discover long-lasting and more intense orgasms now. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 20% off your purchase by using the code VIP20. Uh, the code expires on April 30th, 2021. Details on how to purchase and the link can be found in show notes and on thebooniebreakdown.com. All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode. We are back season nine. Here we go. Let's go. Can you believe it? It's been nine seasons Uh, during our hiatus. We celebrated our fourth birthday. (laughs) Yes, that's right. The Boonie Breakdown turned four on the same day. We shared birthday with Rihanna. I did not plan that when we started the podcast but of course it was it's kismet right that's our girl so uh yeah four years nine episodes I'm ready for this season uh just like all of our other seasons I promise to bring you all of the responsible and ratchet content your heart desires we're gonna start out this uh season and this episode with our problematic fave Brian that's right he's here for this entire episode (laughs) uh we got a listener question in this episode and it was kind of a first for us because it was from a guy uh we talk about ghosting after sex uh, do you keep your homemade porn videos when you're no longer with that person? We talk about that too. And do you even advertise to your friends that you're having good sex? All right, stick around for the conversation because you know it's going to be ratchet as fuck. <laughs> All right, let's hop into Booney's pick of the week. Uh, I feel like during quarantine, we've all, and I'm doing quarantine in fucking air quotes because we're not quarantining anymore, let's be honest. But we've watched a considerable amount of television, some of us, and everyone was all hype about Bling Empire and the Singapore show. I discovered recently House uh, Ho on HBO Max. That shit is bomb. It's about a Vietnamese family down in Houston. The oldest son, he's kind of a fuckboy, a drunk, alcohol. Like, it's it's just so good. It has all of the glitz and glam, but also kind of like some cultural shit too. But Check it out. I watched it in like less than a day, <laughs> about eight episodes, but it's such a good watch. So check it out on HBO Max. Let me know because some of you guys saw it on my Insta story and you were tagging me and sharing me to it. So let me know um, if you checked it out and you watched it. Would love to know your thoughts. All right, let's get into some housekeeping. I feel like the housekeeping section is going to be a little longer this time because we got to catch some people up. It's some new shit happening. We're back from hiatus. So let's get it uh, back into the swing of thing. First, during our hiatus, we finally launched a Patreon here at the Booney Breakdown. Um, So I want to thank everyone who has graciously immediately signed up. Those people who signed up before January 31st, they all got something in the mail from me as a thank you gift for just doing that. So now, no matter what tier you sign up for, we have three tiers that you can support on uh, the Booney Breakdown. We have the Responsible as Fuck tier. We have the Responsible and Ratchet tier. And then we have the Ratchet as Fuck tier. I want everyone to be very clear when you're signing up just to let you know 
that you are charged on the first of every month. That is when the charge comes through for the Patreon, all right? Each different tier has different membership perks, all right? And if you're at the Responsible and Ratchet and the Ratchet is Fucked tier, you get access to live monthly events with Booney. In February, we talk about this kind of later in the episode, we did a Valentine's Day love connection with the boy Brian, um, in March, we have a nudes workshop with a friend of the pod, Goody Howard. Uh, you guys are really, really excited about this March 4th event. Um, all of our live events, unless otherwise noticed, or will be first Thursdays with Booney, the first Thursday of every month, there will be a live event. So again, uh, March 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we have an interactive lessons to learn all the tricks and tools you'll need to take bomb sensual selfies. It is time to up your fucking nude game with Goody Howard. Again, to get access to that, you have to be at the responsible ratchet tier or the ratchet as fuck tier. And because you sign up, one of the perks for all of the tiers is you get a shout out on the podcast. So right now I'm about to shout out all of our pioneering, <laughs> all of the pioneers who signed up for our Patreon. Um, let's go. Shout out to Kirsten. Shout out to Shika Shika. We love Shika. Shout out to Andrea. Shout out to Allie. I think Allie's up in New Jersey. Shout out to Felicia, the homie KG. Shout out to Sequoia. Shout out to my mama. I'm not going to read her real name, but shout out to my mama. Yes, my mama pays for my Patreon. Ain't shit free around here. <laughs> shout out to Raul. Shout out to Jay Lachey. Okay, Jay Lachey. Shout out to TC. Shout out to Tanisha. Shout out to Tiara. Shout out to Andrea. We have two Andreas. Shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Tania Porter. I'm going to read her whole name because I feel like you got to say Tania Porter. Shout out to Tania Porter. Shout out to Sophie. Sophie is over in the UK. Gang, gang, I see you, um, Ratcheteer Gang in UK. Y'all hold it down over there, can't even lie. And lastly, shout out to Sheena B. This is your official podcast shout out. So I appreciate you guys uh, signing up for our Patreon. If you want to join the Ratcheteer Gang over on Patreon, because they also get extra Would You Rather Wednesday questions over there, you can just head on over to patreon.com backslash the Boonie Breakdown. You get all the deets there. You have questions, shoot me a message. We can talk it out and go from there. So thank you guys so much. And I can't wait for March's first Thursday event, which is actually going to be this Thursday. I can't believe time is flying. All right. And if you're new here or you still not sure, I hope that you're following us on social media. You can follow us at the Boonie Breakdown on Facebook and, and Instagram. You can find us at Boonie Breakdown on Twitter. All right. And when sharing this episode, share it in your Insta stories, put it on your Facebook page, put it in your, your, your Twitter profile, text it to your friends, let them know. But when you share it on social, please, please, please use the hashtag the Boonie Breakdown, the hashtag pod in. P-O-D-I-N. You can tag us if your page is open. I will always respond, reshare. We love it. That's how you help us get the word out. If you also feel so inclined, you can leave a review over on Apple Podcasts in the Purple app. Or if you don't have an iPhone, iPad, any MacBook device, you can also leave us a five-star review over on our Facebook page. So guys, I'm so excited to be back podcasting. I'm excited that we're back in season. Uh, I hope that you enjoy this ratchet 
this fuck episode with our fave Brian. So that is it for me. I'm going to shut the fuck up and let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, I'm excited. We, we, I still had to open season nine with the homie Brian, uh, y'all problematic fave. So he's munching down on some, some ramen right now. Oodles and noodles. Yes. Right. Bougie, but at the same time, he know how to get it done. So <laughs> my man, we had to cook for myself today and uh, got a little butter in here, a little pepper, two packs, shrimp ramen. You know what it is. Do, okay. Do you use... I don't even know. You use Top Ramen or that motherfucking brand with the M, or you don't give a fuck. Oh, the Maruchin? Yeah. The Maruchin or whatever that? Yeah, that's my shit. I'm the top, I'm a top ramen girl myself. <laughs> okay, we gotta get started first because you really hurt my feelings, friend. I think it's the meanest thing you've ever said to me in the entire time that we've known each other. You commented on Instagram that I was gonna get pregnant. You posted a picture of your ass. Now, my day, like, at the end of the day, like, I didn't know your ass sit up that high. It was, like, a good, like, that was, like, a good sit. You know, bitches, women are paying. God, man, it's, it's Sunday, too. But women are paying for their asses to sit up that high. And the, was, crazy, the crazy thing is, it sits higher when I work out, right? Like, I haven't really been going. So, when it, when I work out... And, and thin down a little bit. It's a little higher. Yeah, but I mean, that's a good thing. And it was just like, when you posted that picture, I was like, she asking for trouble. She's going to get pregnant. Somebody's going to nut right at her. And is she getting a little too old to hop on the table? <laughs> having a baby. So, yeah, I thought that was the meanest thing you've ever said to me, that you're going to get pregnant this summer. Why would you, don't push that on me. But why? Why would you be afraid of that? Like, at some point, we'll have to accept the fact that Maybe I don't that, want to have children. You don't you don't know. You said maybe. Yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I do. A lot of us, a lot of us didn't know we wanted to have children. We just ended up getting somebody. <laughs> I feel like what a fucking loser I would be that I waited until 36 years old to get accidentally pregnant, right? And I don't know why I think you're 31, but that just threw me for a whole fucking loop. <laughs> I'm 36. That I'm, trapped. I'm trapped in like the age I was five years ago. So maybe I'm like, <laughs> damn, I gotta get my life together. Me too. That's how I feel. But yeah, I was like, okay, I'm saving that because we're going to talk about this tomorrow when he came on here. We do have a question. Hold on. Let's dig a little deeper into that. Okay. So 36. Um, have you made the decision you're not going to have any children? Um, I tried to actively make that choice in getting a hysterectomy, but my gynecologist would not let me do it. Um, and so we had made a deal that I would do some type of exploratory fertility testing to see if I could even get pregnant because I've never been pregnant. And uh, she's like, you don't want to wait until you're like 38 or 39 and you're with somebody. You're like, you know what? I do want a baby. And then you can't. So, or you have difficulty trying to conceive. So that was our deal. I still haven't done the fertility thing because I really just don't have 
the strong desire to be a mother, but uh, oh. yeah, you but have to also have- to your point, if I do get knocked up at 36, I won't be running to the abortion clinic like I would have if I was 26. And that was my next point. As we dig a little deeper into this, I'm on record for saying that I feel like your pussy isn't good until you've had an abortion or a baby. And okay. you've had neither. <laughs> there goes our problematic theme. I've had neither. So you trying to say I don't have good pussy? I'm not saying your pussy isn't good. I don't know what you know, you know what I feel like your superpowers are. <laughs> what are my superpowers? You know, you know, what you, you know, what makes you your money? What makes you the podcast? It's oh, that mouth. My mouth. Okay. Oh, you've been on record talking about like head skills and. As you know, I the- sip tea right now because my throat hurts. It was <laughs> <laughs> so like, at the end of the day, like you can be a throat baby and have average pussy. So. Nothing's average over here. I'll I'll contend that as well. I'm just making my point. <laughs> it's very it's very naturally tight over there. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. I just think sometimes with the baby and the abortion, what it does is gets a lot of stuff out of the way. Oh wow! Okay, sounds like you've <laughs> experienced there. <laughs> <laughs> gets a lot of stuff out. Of, no, I was in college when I first like. I was probably like 19 or 20 when I first hit my woman with like multiple kids. And I was like, this pussy deep, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a baby in there, but it was like, you know, mm. at that moment, I'm sorry, y'all eat my oodles and oodles. You fucking easy this ramen. <laughs> that was my first deal of the day. Like this shit is so good. And I'm mad I don't have no red crackers. That's, but that's too much salt. But you know what? Like at that moment, I was like, Cause in my mind, I'm like, yo, I don't really want to be fucking no chick with no kids like that. And then I was like, damn. And then it's like, I went back to some like regular tight pussy. And I just didn't like the feel of like the super tight pussy. Like I felt like I, I liked the pussy better when it was like, you know how to squeeze it and get it back to where you, you, you control it versus okay being naturally tight that's my i feel like tight vaginas can do that too with some kegeling but yeah but it's already it's already a gorilla grip soon as you get it maybe she want to be gripposaurus let that bitch go (laughs) it's like you know women it's like swimming in your bathtub or swimming in a pool that's the one thing like if i ever got to have a dick for a day that is the first thing like i want to feel what it feels like to have a dick and slide inside a pussy that is the first thing I would do if I ever got to borrow a dick for a day. I'm going to tell you right now, this is how you're going to know it's some good pussy. You're going to be like, that first slide, and you'd be like, damn. Mm. You just got, got like, you make a gas, and, and the guy makes a gas. But like, that's this- how, I'm about to say, like, that's how you know the shit is up to pop. If like, you don't make gas, and he don't say nothing, and he just slide right in and just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh, no... <gasps> You got to take my breath away upon insertion is what I look for. <laughs> yeah. It's all yeah. about you knowing right off the bat, like that first puff. penetration. That first puff, you know, it ain't no Reggie. You're like, oh, this, this, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> that shit. You cough a little bit. Not a cough. I'm saying like you're hitting a blunt. Like, oh, I was like, wait a minute. I'm comparing it. Like, you know, you hit I that blunt. I got you. I missed. I didn't know you were continuing. <laughs> oh, 
oh shit, that's the that's what it is for you. For me, it's like, ooh, sometimes it's like I need to brace. I wasn't prepared. Sometimes, especially when they're a grower, not a shower. And you was like, oh, I seen what it looked like before you put it in, but it must have grown a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you're not prepared for the girth. And sometimes it's more, sometimes it's more physics and you know how to use throw your body weight around as well as come on your, stroke game. Use your uh tools to your advantage. Sometimes on, it's like angles and stuff like that too. I agree. Look, I got this ass boonie question and I saved it. I was saving it for when you came on. It's actually from a guy. Whoa. I don't think we've ever answered a question from a guy together. Okay. All right. I'm going to read. <laughs> hey, Booney. I feel like I'm never going to find the right woman. I'm a nice guy and nice guys in air quotes. So let me just, <laughs> I feel like I need to read that. I will also admit that sometimes I can lack confidence when it comes to women. I'm also on the sensitive side of the male spectrum. I've done everything to meet women, online dating, speed dating, dance lessons. I've even volunteered. (laughs) I've met a few cool girls and I ended up going out with them. But unfortunately, the women I dated were the ones I was not interested in and the ones that I really like always seem to friend zone me. All I hear on the internet and in real life is how men ain't shit. Men don't want real women. They're intimidated. But here I am trying a good man and no one will give me a chance. I feel like I've tried everything, improving myself, creating opportunities to meet new women, even experimenting with faking elements of my personality. But I'm still totally self-conscious around getting the woman I want. What's the advice that you would give me, a truly good guy who's never had any luck with women? And why don't women like nice guys? Thanks, Booney. Dante. Hey, bro. I see many flags, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is this is a question for the love doctor. Um, you know, at this point in the game and uh, in his life, I don't know what type of woman he's going after. Okay. But I think he might be going after the woman and he feels like don't like nice guys. So it's like he keeps probably going after the wrong woman. Okay. Like, I think... I think there's a woman that's everybody's speed. And when you get older, I feel like women start to appreciate nice guys more. But when he said he likes confidence in those things, that's not going to get you anywhere. So the first thing is you got to be confident, one, in who you are. And that is going to carry you through everything you do in life. Like not even just a relationship. Like if you don't have it at work, you don't have it you know, and everything that you do, you're going to, you're going to lack. So one, he's got to get his confidence together. Yeah. Cause I'm like, and, I, mean, um, I, I got, so you just said this. I, I think the two things when he said that he led with that immediately. Right. Yeah. That's and, what I'm and like, he said it even at the end, but he kept trying to put the onus on why don't women like nice guys, but then you put nice in air quotes. So what, what, are you a nice guy or what is this air quote situation one and two women just like men can smell desperation women can smell desperation too yeah and that's the thing if you don't have confidence you come off like weak and, and, and you're already saying you want you're on the sensitive side of the male spectrum 
you like, you know, you basically coming off like already saying like, I don't believe I can do this. I don't believe this is for me. Like you coming off right when you meet a, a woman don't want to feel that. The first thing a woman want to feel is like a sense of security when she's around you or with you. So she can't feel secure. And, and you, you unsure as a motherfucker. Like what's happening here? So like, if y'all sitting at the restaurant, you're not even looking her in her eyes. You know, or when y'all walking through somewhere, you're not even like, you only had a stature or a look that, you know, if a motherfucker stepped to us, I'm going to make sure we good. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't like you got to look like you're going to knock everybody <laughs> out. But you still got to make her feel comfortable that you're going to give her a sense of security. Yeah. So that's that's one of the P's of, you know, the three P's that come with, like, you know, protect, profess, and uh, I forget the other one. But the whole thing is, like, you know, you got to make her feel protected. And if you don't have confidence in yourself, how is she supposed to feel protected? You know, I, I agree with that. And I will also give Dante a bone for trying new things. He said he did online dating, speed dating, dance lessons. And he said he's even going to volunteer to find somebody. Um, so that's cool because sometimes black men don't. I'm And I'm making an assumption his name is Dante. He black. But sometimes black men do not put in effort in trying new things because sadly it's a numbers game. And right now you don't have to like. Bitches falling out the sky for niggas. Um, yeah, they're giving that shit away. <laughs> so, but so I was like, all right, kudos for trying new things. But I'm just like, you just, even in your letter to me, you sound desperate. Yeah. And, and that's, that's like scary to me when you like already come off with that desperation because you can really get hurt. Like you can have people really take advantage of you out here. And then and I'm like, like, like do you have, like, my, my two questions are one, like, what does your money look like? Because if your money was right, I feel like nice guys niggas win. When do, look, n- niggas do be acting crazy when their money not right. Because nice guys win when their money right. Like, you will see a nice guy, <laughs> girl, who, you know, damn well, she's been through the ringer, but he's a nice guy, and she decided that, okay, I'm going to stay here because it's a lot more uh, comfortable. <laughs> so, um, I think that's one thing. And then two, I mean, like, you know, not to be bring everything back to fucking, but honestly, like, what's your dick game like? Like, are you are you insecure or lack confidence because you can't satisfy women? So that might be a thing right there where, like, you know, when you talk about she friends on you, I've, I've given this advice for years. You know, when in doubt, pull your dick out. Do not allow a woman to friend zone you if she does. I'm shaking my head. Go ahead. Because if she about to friend zone you and you got any confidence with what you're working with, she'll never be able to unsee that dick you sent her or that dick <laughs> you pulled out of her. And that might just be what gets you over the top. And I'm not saying, like, you should just be randomly, like, solicited showing your dick. But if confidence is your issue, it's going to make me think it go back to you feeling inadequate in certain areas. I can say that's a fair assessment. I also have more questions. I always, it's always something in every single letter we get that I'm like, I need more info. Because the part where he was like, I've experimented with faking parts of my personality. Like, I mean, fuck? I think that's like, but I don't, I don't think that's like really bad. I feel like that's something people do when they're trying to get chose and they try to like, like adapt to, like say, okay, so like with social media, right? You're following, I'm following you, Boonie, and you, you know, you laugh, you joke, and you come off like kind of raunchy sometimes. Somebody might take that as, oh, when I go out with her, I got to be a little explicit, right? So you don't. Might, <laughs> I know. 
and I know, and I'm saying, but that might be them thinking like, I'm a fake parts of my personality to make her like me more. You know? Okay. The, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and it's not like, it's the worst thing in the world. I just, the the, the glaring just, red maybe, maybe it was just the way he worded it. Because I'm like, what do you mean? But what you're just saying is maybe he's just showing up as the representative to get the hook in, which is still not a good way to go because people build expectations like, oh, you like the same things I do and you sitting there faking that shit. Right. And so you can't play the good guy role when you're not really being who you are. Yeah, that's what you mean. Like this nice guy shit in quotes. Like, nigga, you you sound like a fuck boy too. Because, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like, Brian is a nice guy. And that's that's the thing. Like, I want him to understand that if Brian's a nice guy and he can find, you know, women or a nice woman, he can too. Because being a nice guy is a very relative, subjective term. But I feel like, one, I'm a gentleman. Two, you know, I listen. I'm a great guy. So, like, when you, like, <laughs> no, for real, like, really, at the end of the day, I think, like, when you, when people really get to know me and, like, really get to, like, my core self, you, that's that shit when you fucking go into counseling. You sound so fucking stupid. What is your core self? But, listen, when it really <laughs> gets therapy to, like, working. oh god so it's like when you get down to like a person's core you can really see if they're a good person or not you can see the way they treat people around them so when i say i'm a nice guy i'm not saying i treat every woman nice but i am respectful like i'm a kiss on your forehead walk you to the door hey text me let me know you got home i'm not saying i'm gonna talk to you again but at some point like that was a nice gesture you know what i mean like i'm gonna return your text I'm going to say, I'm going to let you know at some point, I'm not going to just ghost you. I'm going to give you the reasons why I really don't want to fuck with you no more. Because I'm a nice guy. Some people just like, fuck it. I ain't never going to respond ever again. That is true. And look, you just brought up something else because somebody had DM'd me this. <laughs> and they had asked me, had I ever been ghosted after sex? And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> never <laughs> i've been ghosted like okay maybe we we conversed on the phone or some bullshit like online dating but that, that doesn't bother me but after somebody been up in me was i ever ghosted no and so they wrote back like they had a situation recently where and they felt they feel some kind of way about it because they had been good for all of quarantine air quotes in 2020 they went pretty much all of 2020 without sex. Finally got out here on a dating app, met up with this guy safely, took him home, had sex, and then she never heard from him again. So she had just met the guy on a dating app and fucked him. Yeah. I mean, so that's I mean, that's kind of so like my thing was maybe that's all he wanted. Yeah. I mean, you you went on a dating app and you decided like to not even vet this person. And you like know, you were just horny as fucking caved. Right. And so you gave in, you got what you wanted, and that was it. Or it might not have been good. It might if you know you might have been too excited and it had a little smell to it. I don't know. Like at the end of the day, he might for whatever reason, he probably was like, yo, this dating app is the goods. Like I'm getting pussy. And I'm, that's it. Yeah, like I know have a lot you of you ever ghosted somebody after sex? Me? Yeah. Um, I have. 
But I've never had anybody ghost me. I've ghosted them. I think I've kind of like just kind of like slowly like eased away. Homer Simpson into the bushes. (laughs) Like, but you know, I had like I think like in the two or three situations that I think of, like specifically, like jump in my mind. Like I had to put that name as like do not answer. Like right after like we had sex, it was like text after text after text after text call after call like yo i fucking told you i'm busy like i it's like two instances in particular and i don't even have a whole lot of instances where i'm not cool with people that i had sex with like i see people yeah. i had sex with it's like hey what's up how you been but it's like these two particular people like i remember vividly like it was like within an hour or two they were both like the same way like did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Was it- <laughs> like, yeah, it was cool. Like, you know, like I had a good time. Like, I definitely want to see you again. I talk to you later. And then it's like, boom, like you never hit me back or you never called me back. And it's like, yo, chill. Like I'm in the middle of something like, and then next thing <laughs> you know, it turned into a argument. Like it was like real weird. Like, I don't you know. know I- I- I could see that. I definitely, um, but they sound like young people. I, I definitely can um, attest that once I definitely did a ghost situation after sex and it was just purely because it was bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, I don't, I can't say that I knew enough about this man to be like, <laughs> oh, he's a good guy. I can't even lie and say that, but the sex was bad. And I was like, I'm also, it's just such a precarious spot to be in sometimes because like I really do not feel like fucking teaching niggas who are 30 40 years old how to fuck and I'll show you things I like but if you just really just cannot fuck like no I'm not I I don't want to do that yeah and I and I feel like even in the point where like you gotta keep asking me how was it like just chill like like you should know I, I don't know I just feel like I can't think in my mind a time where I was just like texting someone afterwards. Like, did you enjoy? Cause normally, <laughs> you know what I like? I was talking, I think it was Sheikah. I was talking about this with, and we were saying like, what are ways that guys tell you the sex is good without saying that sex is good. And one of my favorites is when he just be laying there. Like after you gave him head or something, he'd be laying there. He'd be like, man, you crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> And I was yeah. like, I love that's, that's one of my why. favorites. You know what? You know what my like thing is? What do you do? If it's good, by the time you get up to go get the rag and to come back before you even come back to wipe me off from sleep. Yes. <laughs> and you jump when the rag hit you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Bam, bam. <laughs> but I like I literally, I don't know what it is. I swear to God, like this is like the craziest shit ever. And I asked like a couple of people if they experienced this and they said no. But when I come and I fall off into that little sleep, it's the weirdest shit happening. Like I'd be seeing like, like dogs jumping over a fence and like <laughs> um zombies walking through like my kitchen. Like that'd be like crazy shit. Like all of a sudden when that rag hit me, I'm like, oh shit, thank God. Cause it was like you know, three dogs. You done went to another dimension, my nigga. Yeah, it's like I be levitating. Like I like I don't know what it is. Like all of a sudden, it's like I become like it's just weird. Like it's very weird. It's like it's so powerful when you come. Like it's just like I don't know. I think it's just like at that moment, like it just take so much out of my body. 
Mine is usually, I cannot move. Don't touch me. I don't want to move. My legs aren't working yet. Like, and then I like, and then, you know, a nigga look back at you and be like, oh, I see your legs still shaking. Nigga, go get the rag. <laughs> well, yeah, you got seriously put it down for a dude to go get the rag. Like, I don't feel like it's a man's job to get the rag. Why not? Because at the end of the day, the only time I'm getting the rag is if I showered you. Like, if I shower you or, like, you know, like, come all over you in a certain area where, like, it's going to run everywhere. All right, that's appropriate. You gotta you get the rag. Yeah, but if if not, you're supposed to get the rag. Like it's very womanly for you to come wipe me off. So we have gender roles over who gets the rag. Everywhere. Nigga. You know about me and my gender roles. Don't start no shit. <laughs> this is a new one. In all of the years, you have never said it was a gender role. I've always duty. said that it's a woman's job to get the rag. I'm on record for that. This feels like new information to me. I, I, no, you know, I always felt like if you put it down, like that's a sign that you put it down. Like she come back with that wash rag. It's nice and warm. Like if you ain't put that shit down and she just come back with a cold ass wash rag, she don't respect you, bro. Definitely had to tell a nigga one time, like, okay, why is this shit cold as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like first thing you do before you pee, is you hit the hot water on and then you yeah, start you gotta to let that up. warm up. Yeah, yeah like, you, like <laughs> you're a rookie if you just straight gonna go in there and put the rag right under the water as soon as you turn it. No, no, you gotta, gotta let that water heat up. It gotta be the good science. temperature. Like, yeah. come on now. No, I I will go sometimes, but sometimes I just can't. Like, I gotta yeah, give me a second. I know I gotta go pee and all that shit, but my legs not working right now. So just um. Give me a second to come back down. Now I don't be having no visions of zombies and dogs jumping over fences and shit, but yeah, that I don't be back. I don't be back here with you for a second. I also crazy. like if you on top and you fucking a nigga and you look down and you see that eye roll. I don't know what that should do to me. <laughs> that, that's I don't know. It's like game on, bitch. I don't know, but that is like that is one of my biggest turn ons is to see them eyes roll back. That's when you're gonna get pregnant. Toxic ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pregnancy coming. That let me that mean get up. The eye roll man, get up. <laughs> Hurry up, get up. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna get injured like that. I'm gonna have a if I don't, I'm gonna have a sex injury. That nigga pushing me, and I'm gonna fall off the bed. <laughs> yeah, that should be crazy when they're like, y'all be so like. Sometimes women be so fucking like. I don't know if it'd be like y'all be playing a game. Like it'd be like, let me know when, and you'd be like, okay, now, now. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Like you fuck, I fucking said now like three times because I think. You know, it, I, I'm trying to think. I, I'm guilty of that myself, where he'd be like, <laughs> I'm putting all my business out there. But like, when you're on the bottom, I'll, I'll lock my legs tighter. I have done that. Not even going to lie. Even on top, when the now is pronounced, I won't move. I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't want to no. be pregnant. So I don't know why. See, my thing is not even that. Like, I ain't even thinking about no pregnancy or nothing like that. I'm on record as well. I can't have children. <laughs> so my thing is, when you say to me, well, where do you want to come? 
and I say in your mouth, and then they say, "Well, let me know when," and then you like now, now, <laughs> now, now. <laughs> now it's just oozing everywhere instead of like you're you not getting, getting the a- shot. Yes, right. Instead of you getting all of it. <laughs> Like now it's like on the way down. Like you just took your little time and like, come on, man. Like you, you blew it. You blew the whole, you blew the whole experience. Fuck out of here. That might, that's, de- I'm definitely guilty of that shit. Can't even front. Selfish. I, shit. I've ruined it a few times. That should be so stupid though. You'd be like, well, where you want to come? Where you want me to come? Well, where you want to come? Where you want me to come? Like, I always no you hang up no you hang up no it you is, hang up it's like we it's ingrained in us from being young like it my comes toxic back. response is always in this pussy right that's always my toxic response every now and then you'll get a nigga be like word and I'll be like wait a minute wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking my nigga <laughs> yeah like, word I right, bet like nah 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 we were just joking you can come on my face. Yeah, um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think women really understand what that really does for your skin. It really has good properties. If the nigga's comment is not battery acid. I mean, like, yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, I used to have a thing I call it like bar treatment. You come over, I get facial. Like, that's, that's that day spa treatment. You gotta, you gotta give her that sometimes. No, I definitely. And women think that, like I've heard women, some women have said like, "Oh no, that's degrading," and I'm like, "Grow up!" Like that's not degrading. I think because you know where that stems from for a lot of women is like, you, it's one of those things you see in porn. Yeah, and I think, but that should look good. Like it looks sexy as fuck when they stand in there and it's just dripping all down their face, and they like. <laughs> it's like running out their nose. You be like, yeah, yeah. But I think that is some of the conditioning that women receive is that like you're better than a porn star because you know it's just but all y'all conditioning. Be porn st- but that's the whole thing. Like, well, I feel like the women who like aspire to be good at sex want to be porn stars. You know, like in a certain way. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. The same thing for men. Like, we're trying to, like, from young boys, we watch porn and we're learning stuff. Like, you don't learn at 16, 17 to put that one knee up to go a little deeper (laughs) when you're hitting it from the back. You learn that from porn. Your friends don't tell you that. Like, you watching, you know, him murder somebody and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then you take the foot around and you put it on the back of their neck. Like, that's where you learn this shit in porn. Like, and you mimic the shit. So that's when you like, you know, you're. <laughs> Listen, I recently had a conversation and I kind of felt a kind of ways about it because we were talking and we were kind of sexting and I was definitely sexting under the influence, which I missed because it ain't been no drunk brunches and none of this shit, right? Under the influence, as yeah. yeah. So. I was in, we were in a groove. He was going with it. And I must have said something like, I'm definitely a girl who calls the guy daddy. Not, not every nigga is a daddy. You got to earn them rights. But I said, I'm like, do that for me, daddy or something. And I was like, oh yeah. And I want you to record it with my phone. He was like, wow, like mad W's. And then it was like, (laughs) 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 and then it was like, you ever just audition for porn? 
And I was like, how do we get here? And I was like, why would I do that? And he was like, why wouldn't you do it? He was like, I mean, I know you love sex and you just asked me to film you like two birds, one stone. And I was like, yeah, recording sex for others consumption, not my steez, but you know. So then he's like, we go totally went from the sexting part into like, it felt like he was trying to convince me to do porn. And I was just like, all right, well, well nigga, I got a camera. You going, you going to be my person to like, let me record with. And then it was like, nah, I'm like, all right, well, then shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> they ruined the whole mood. But I say all that to say, like, I felt some type of way when he was like, you should do porn. And I was like, why would I like, I don't want to be a paid sex worker and it's no, you know, stunt to sex workers. Cause I love them. I have them on my pod all the time. I try to support them, but I still saw my own shit where I was like, so I feel like that's where it comes from for girls who don't want to be nutted on in their face because it's like, well, I don't want to be associated with as a porn star. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, I want to know if he, I want you to know that if he like you or love you, he gonna look at you the same and trust me, there's been a lot of your friends and people that, you know, you hang out with that have had it done. So just be comfortable with it. My question coming <laughs> from that is, my question coming from that is, okay, sex videos in your phone. Yes. You, you having sex with somebody else or sex, sexual videos, stuff that people have sent you. When do you delete? Oh, that's a good one. Um, you don't? Or so, you keep them? You archive them? Here's the thing. Whenever I do that with someone, and it's only been a handful of people, I make them record it on my phone. That's what I'm saying. So are you... Re- so, so in your I, phone, you have I, these videos of you getting banged out. At some point, when are you going to delete that? I've deleted a few. Um, I think I have one stellar performance from each person that I've done that with still in my possession. Okay. And the reason why I asked this is so funny <laughs> because I was talking to this guy one day and he was like, yo, it's crazy. This chick new dude went through her phone. Ooh. And when he went through her phone, he like, yo, what the fuck is this video from fucking 2017? And she told him, like, why were you in my phone? And now... <laughs> Let's start there first. <laughs> like, the nigga couldn't unsee her getting fucked. So she was like, our relationship just hasn't been the same. And But it was like, the guy who was telling me the story, he was the one fucking her. And he was like, yo, like, why would you do that? And I was like, yeah, as a man, like, I don't want to go fumbling through your phone to see a dick in it and the dick possibly bigger than mine. And I'm like, you fucking whore. (laughs) The the crazy thing (laughs) is, um, yes, I would. (laughs) If a nigga decides to pick up my phone, he's going to see dick. In my camera roll, he's going to see dicks because I get quite a bit of dick shit. Um, Especially back in the day. Ratchet hour days, them dicks is just flooding in dimensions. Um, So some of those I still save because they were quite spectacular pieces of meat. Now, of people that I've actually been with, it's not too many that you'll just find floating in my, um, my camera. They're in a vault 
Like I got a secret little app. <laughs> no, I said that. I said that on Facebook like four years ago when I got into the relationship with the last girl that I was with. I said, I said, you know, you really, you know, you're really serious and ready to be in a relationship when you just clear the vault. And Ooh. people was like, so some dumbasses women. What's the vault? What's the vault? And so then guys were hitting me on my phone like, yo, you telling men secrets. I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck don't know what the vault is? Like, yeah, who every- does not know that? Yeah, I was like, that's not like a secret. Like everybody know, like everybody knows that. But it was just like whatever. But the whole point was at that moment, I deleted some really, really good fire material. And part of the reason why I deleted it was because it was like necessary for me to move on and not like still lust over certain sexual experiences with different women. I have two videos that I will never delete. And see, I uh, feel like I feel like I can't I can't see uh-uh. I can't do that because it's like at the end of the day, when you still have access to exes and ex partners and stuff like that, and you save that stuff and you constantly like go back and look at it, I feel like you're only setting yourself up to eventually cheat with that person or you hit that person has like a certain power over you. Like, okay. One of those people of a video that I have, I've been very honest about it. Like they knock on the door by Brian, like got got something to do. (laughs) Other person, (laughs) not so much. Like I, I, you know, you've never told no guy that you've never told no guy that told no guy what like if this particular guy ever knocked on his why door, would like, i say that to a guy i know you said i've been <laughs> honest like you've been honest to the show but it, it, these it, motherfuckers it, listening know you know <laughs> right yeah it's so funny he pretty- might know- if you're listening <laughs> then that's your that's your notice but shit he, he he climbing up the ranks himself he might be one of them niggas he might replace that nigga um <laughs> <laughs> look at you <laughs> throwing out there to get a little extra oomph. You are, <laughs> you are toxic as fuck with that because you just basically like created a whole competition thing. If, and then the nigga like me, that's the alpha male, I'm trying to fucking knock the fucking stuffing out your ass. Yes, I want you to you. knock the sonic rings out this pussy now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be like, oh yeah, okay, alright, this is it. Like, no, I did tell, I did tell him in particular that he made to Rushmore. So he knows he's on my Rushmore. Okay. Um, so he knows that, but yeah, he might, he might be the nigga now that if this, you know, in a few years, not, 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 but it's another video that I do have on my phone that I feel like it's one of those things that it'll be like when I'm 85 or 90 and I'm getting senile and shit, <laughs> I'll be like, Telling my maybe grandkids if I have kids, like, oh, I was out here back in the day. Like, it's one of those things. And you I... gonna show them? Really? Come on, you cannot show your. I grandkids. would not show my grandkids a picture of me gobbling on dick. Like, <laughs> so, so is that like some of your videos? Like, you give a hit? Yeah, this particular one is a POV of me giving hit. Oh wow, POV. Yeah, some people don't know what that means. But uh, it's like the porn where it's like... It's a point of view. Yes. And it's like, yeah. From the person's 
Yeah, but that's what's up, though. I mean, at the end of the day, shit like that make it exciting, and I feel like some people it be does. So cool. I feel like people miss out on great opportunities to. But this is the part that I hate when people be like, "No, I'm not letting you record me because you're gonna show somebody." Who am I gonna show? Like my friends don't want to see my dick. My friends don't want to <laughs> see me fucking you. They already think you basic anyway. Like why the fuck do you think like somebody want to see you? Like. You won't walk in the room and niggas be like, damn. I had a friend that I always kind of suspected. She saw a dick pic in my phone because that, and that was just me slipping. It was me and my ex who were, this was in my twenties, man. And we were, my basement was my jump off spot. Right. Um, And so we were down and this nigga's passed out in the basement carpet and I was like, yeah, <laughs> look at this nigga. So I snapped a picture of him laid out in the floor, butt-ass naked. I think I snapped a couple. This skinny guy had one of the biggest dicks I've ever seen in my life, right? And this, in the pictures, he's flaccid. So flaccid, he still had a pretty sizable dick. So she was, <laughs> we go out to dinner like the next day or something. And I had only had one picture. So I'm showing her that picture. And you know what people do? They do that swipe. So just as I'm like handing her my phone and I turned to go back to the conversation, I was like, wait a minute. And I turned to be like, give it back. Cause I saw her finger. I know she swiped, right? I knew she, I could tell by the, the ghastly look on her face that she had swiped. And I was like, fuck. Like <laughs> she never said nothing until like last year I was happened to be talking about this person. And she was like, I gotta say something. She was like, I knew. She's like, one day I was like, you handed me your phone. I was like, bitch, I knew you saw that picture. <laughs> That's funny. And I always felt a kind of way about it because you don't spread when you got good meat, big meat. You don't tell your friends all that shit. See, I think like I think what happens is it get told in the beginning. So when there's nothing really serious, like okay, and then you be retracted. So they be like, like, nah. so, they'd be like <laughs> so yeah, because they be like, like it's so funny because I had like a little nickname with like this girl group, and it was like, um, you know, like it was just like that was my nickname, but it was like it was just it was just a funny name, but it was like when I knew she called that name, I knew all her friends like knew what that meant, so it was like in my mind. Like I could fuck your friends one day, yeah. But because it's like you come around and you know you got on like sweatpants and shit like that, and it's game night or y- y'all just chilling. <laughs> the friends be looking, the friends be looking, cause cause niggas be looking at at the uh, at the other wives like, oh yeah, she fat as shit. Like whose wife is that? And then they be like, <laughs> oh that's my friend Terrence's wife. That's Tierra. And you be sitting there like, all right, babe, we'll go get some more d'oeuvres. And she get up and you be like, she fat as shit. They swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. That's how, you know, that's how I can tell when my friends are getting serious about somebody because it'll be like, girl, he blew my back out. And I'm guilty of it too. Like, whoo, I was in a dick coma all weekend or something. And then it'd be like, oh, so-and-so come over. Like, yeah, he was here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's that initial the initial like you have sex with a girl and her first response is to her friends like yes bitch like oh fuck like and then they'll like sometimes show you the text like 
oh my god like i told them like you came over here like <laughs> my shit still swole or damn he like had me all you know what i mean so it's like that's like that's like my biggest thing is like i always feel like i gotta win because my reputation's on the line like i don't ever want nobody being out here like yeah you know no, this nigga's a he's a total <laughs> fucking disappointment but yeah no, I'm, I'm with you homie <laughs> Like, yeah. so did you tell your friends about this? They'd be like, yeah, I told, I told one of them. Like, okay, all right, well, you know, just make sure. My one <laughs> friend always, her code, she was so happy when they dropped that handicap emoji in the wheelchair. That's her code for a good dick. <laughs> yeah. She'd be in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like. Men don't, I don't think like as men, we talk about it. Like, I, don't, I honestly don't, like, women think we talk about it a lot, but I think, like, mature groups of men, like, we already expect that, like, we getting pussy. So it's not nothing to really be like, I feel like oh, in... yeah, I got some pussy today. Oh, she finally came. Oh, I finally fucked. Oh, I finally fucked, you know, this person. Like, I don't think we have to ever mention it. And I think I that's like how sometimes certain... people, hold on, hold on, like but it's... I think. I think that's how sometimes people get charged with fucking people they didn't fuck because men take this approach like to not say anything. That's how I was about so to it's say. Like a, yeah, so it's a guy group and it's like me and my homies and we smoke cigars and it like, oh, you know, I see you've been talking to Booney and I'm like, yeah, we went out the other day. We was chilling. Oh, I'm going over Booney house after this. They assume you're fucking Booney, right? Mm-hmm. So six months later, you're not fucking Booney any longer, but the nigga be like, oh yeah, my man used to fuck with shorty. You know what I mean? Never fucked. Came over, <laughs> till, you know, whatever. But now all of a sudden it's like, niggas think you fucked. And then this is the bitch shit that niggas do when <laughs> they can be like, yo, so like, what's up with you and Booney? Like, oh no, we good, we chilling. And I'm like, you fuck Booney, you hit that? Nah, nigga, you know, I don't tell my business. You, nigga, you ain't fuck. You ain't fuck. Like, that's how I know you ain't fuck. You a sucker-ass nigga who ain't fuck because you you trying to lead a shit all fucking... Um, ambiguity. And what yeah, you ambiguous. Like, you being ambiguous for no fucking... Like, nigga, I don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. Like, nah, nigga, you know I don't tell. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. You do tell. <laughs> oh, talking-ass nigga. Yo, you're funny as shit. <laughs> so look all right one last thing before we wrap up are you celebrating steak and blowjob day this year only if my future wife is free oh god all right brian well this was fun i wanted I to you- i wanted to add something okay this may have you on my mind and have you on my heart i want to apologize to the girl who won the um valentine's day special did you flake on her yeah i did so i just wanted to let the listeners and everybody know out there i couldn't get past the eyelashes and i'm sorry sweetheart but the eyelashes they were very long and um it scared me it took me to a place where i was you know where i'm ready to go um other than that i'm sure you're a nice girl but it was good it was good for the show And if you don't know what Brian is talking about on our Patreon back in February, uh, we had a 
Valentine's Day love connection show. Brian graciously was our first bachelor and uh, he went with the audience's pick. And uh, sis was on my ass for the date. She was on my ass. I was as she should be. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I connected them. And this is Brian's apology because he flaked. So I was totally forgot to follow up with you. So I'm glad you brought this up. And That's what I thought this show was built around. Like, I thought it was built around a follow-up <laughs> to the date. And I was like, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? I did not because I was like, he didn't say anything. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to brush this under the rug if he didn't say anything. I, ladies listening, um, I will have another Bachelor. I did get somebody to agree to do it. We're just trying to work out a time to get it done. But they they wanted to see what it was like first. So I had to share the video of Brian's experience before they agreed and they agreed. So, well, but that's only happening on Patreon. So if you're not on Patreon. Can I ask questions this time? You want to ask some questions? Sure. Yeah, I want to ask some questions this time. Like I want to like dig a little deeper like with, the contestants like other than just you know whatever okay sure we'll, we'll make that happen Brian why can't you do like a girl why can't you do like a girl um bachelorette girl i might do next the only reason why i've been doing bachelors is because most of my audience are women yeah but, but i mean it, we could find a we could find a but lady. you got an audience of a lot of single women who can't find nobody well, well you know we'll figure it out <laughs> does that mean the way i said that yes yeah, so Look, go play your fucking poker game. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of chicks out there listening to podcasts who can't find anybody. And that's why a nice guy in the beginning needs Poor to make Dante. himself seen. Poor Dante. Dante, they I should get Dante to come on a little thing. <laughs> he ain't got no fucking confidence. He gonna be over there with his <laughs> fucking camera off. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Brian. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye. All right. That is it for this week's episode of the Booney Breakdown podcast. I want to thank the homie Brian for coming on. And it's awesome and rare when we have an episode where the two of us are pretty much in alignment. The entire episode therapy is really working for the homie. Also, don't forget to support our sponsor for this week, We Vibe Womanizer. Yes, We Vibe Womanizer. They also have a code VIP20 for 20% off your purchase of your own. Womanizer code expires on 4-30-21. The link to purchase is in the show show notes and it gets a thumbs up from Boonie. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You just might hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Home I stay. Until next time.